This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Talking Banter, the official dynamic banter after show. I'm Brett Register and today we're going to be talking about episode 15, the E.T. and address in the room. And yeah, I'm aware that another episode went up yesterday and we're going to get to that one next week when Owen gets back from Fantastic Fest, which brings me to my next point. Owen isn't here today. So to fill in for him, we have our first time guest, second appearance. Chris McCaleb is here today. Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh man, that's a lot of pressure. I I, I didn't I didn't even know I was going to be taking Owen's place permanently. Um, that's exciting. Does I didn't want also... you to get unnecessarily nervous. No, because... no, that's per- this is great. It's great to have the nerves come out on mic. It's good right. to have really have you work out those problems that you're having like on the microphone. Does this mean I also will be? on dynamic banter just way in the background totally off mic unable to hear anything that owen's saying no good yeah i uh i have never been on dynamic banter so if anyone's gonna be on dynamic banter, well steve said that i was technically on dynamic banter because he ate my pretzels and spiritually i was there so in this in this way Steve thinks of you as just some kind of food to aid in his life. It's some, something for him to digest. Is that, that's what Steve thinks of you? I feel like most people think of others that way. I mean, sure. Just I mean, meals, you just digest meals. Yeah. I mean, that conversation makes, it makes a lot of sense to me. It makes very little sense, but I feel like if we stretch it hard enough, it, it'll it start to make sense. Good. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? So listen, this week? man, we're talking about so many things. There's so much to unpack. Thankfully, Jesse Stillwell, friend of the show, and your best friend. Um, best friend. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> uh, he. Oh no, guys. We said call. hold all the calls. We have a caller. Hello. I actually call- don't even know how to mute this. Caller, you're on the air. Stop. Oh, I muted it. Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so Jesse has provided a service to us. And what he's done is he's taken the minutes of dynamic banter. So we get beat by beat what happened. And we read through that. And we add our commentary. And this allows me to enjoy the show again and not have to write stuff down and think about it as I'm listening. I get a real pure listening experience. Also something I wish that I'd known before the show. Right, Chris, listen. (laughs) You should just be happy to be here. I am happy to be here. You're the first first? time, second time guest. What's first, Brett? I'm dancing. I'm singing. I'm I'm dancing. Um, I'm at least dancing. So something else that me and Owen did last week that I thought was a lot of fun I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. It's okay. not an official part of the show yet, but it could be. Okay. And that is as I read through these beats, periodically I'm gonna ask you how long into dynamic banner you think we are at that point. Okay. Okay. First note Mike is not prepared for the show. Steve is more prepared than he's ever been. So I'm now supposed to guess at what point that was? 
I mean, that was Not right yet. away. That's the first one. Yeah. That's 37 yeah. seconds in. That's, that's what we're, that, yeah, I remember it well. I remember it as though it were just a few hours ago. But Jesse takes time code, so later. Okay. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, well, before we even get into it, what 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 did you think about this episode? Uh, I really I enjoyed this one. Um, it was. Did you, have you been listening since being on the podcast? Well, or did you a, miss the last one? I missed the last one. Um, uh, I will I will say it was interesting that we were not treated to a thirty minute advertisement for a sponsor this time as we were on the previous episode magnets um but uh which and and i'll say i kind i kind of missed it a little bit sometimes i I think that i think that steve and and mike are really good shills for uh corporate america and i think Mm -hmm. that corporate america should really come knocking at their door because they know how to sell things i think they were selling harry's razors the, that yeah, last did time? you did you sign up? No, I mean, look at me. I mean, you you're you're a man of beard, and, and I'm yeah. I'm a man of I I, I keep it I keep I, I trim it I trim it. Which I is, don't need Harry's razors. No, me neither. And because was, they're not going to touch my face. But you sometimes have a clean shaven face. Never, I never have a clean shaven face. I have stubble all the time, and which which is sort of like Steve and Mike. I mean, it was they were both like. Yeah, I mean, this is a great product. None of us use this, but anyway, you guys should all use it. And uh, But I've only heard good things about Harry's. But I did enjoy this episode. Um, it was it was sort of singularly focused uh, mm-hmm. on kind of a primary topic, which was Steve's uh, proto-obsession with E.T., the extraterrestrial. Yes. Did you think that... When the episode started and Steve was super prepared, that there would be a lot of topics, uh, I, 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 or any topics really. <laughs> I mean, did they talk about anything other than what they were talking about right at the beginning, which was to to address the ET in the dress in the room? Well, let's find out. Next up, Steve asks Mike what he thinks of his ET. Mike is weirded out. Steve is afraid of Mike's judgment of his ET. Because it's really important to him. Mike likes how specific it is, but doesn't like how eye level it is. I'm going to stop right there for a minute. These are super detailed notes. I, I je- wait, good on you, right. Jesse. It really helps this talking banter show. Big time. To have such uh, passionate research done by Jesse. So Jesse, you're the, you're the Blake Harris of uh, how did this get made? <laughs> It's true. That's important. If you haven't read, Jesse also posts these on the Dynamic Banter subreddit. So if you want to read along, you can go there. Um, I take... uh, So here's the deal. The ET is not eye level unless you're seven or eight feet tall. (laughs) I saw a picture. Steve posted a picture of it on his Instagram and yes, absolutely not eye level. It's it's. I think what more what they meant was that his his entire body is visible to the human eye because it's standing on a counter. Yeah, it's. Is Mike that tall? Is he eight feet tall? No. Like, uh, okay. No, I don't know exactly how tall Mike is. I've never measured him, and I honestly feel like I have a really bad barometer for how tall people are. 
when they're just around me. If I'm not paying specific attention, um, yeah, I don't. I either think everyone's shorter than me or everyone's taller than me. Do you feel like you'd have a better sense of how tall Mike or Steve were if you and everybody adopted something that they talked about in the episode Magnets, previous episode, when they t- when they talked about an interesting way to greet someone, which I've been thinking about since that episode, which is I mean they were they were both laughing through it. I'm sure neither of them would remember it. The, they were like uh, the idea of like when you see someone being like, yeah, let me get a look at you. Like rather than rather than saying like, hey, what's up? I I, I like that. I love that idea. Like, yeah, let me get a look at you. Well, just saying it triggers your brain to take a look at somebody. Exactly. And you would make a mental note. Oh, man, this Mike Falzone, he is so tall. So tall that this E.T. on a counter, clearly not at eye level, to him, eye level. Because his eyes are so high up there. Different elevation. You and I are uh, a lower elevation than he is. I think that um, you should start using that in your day-to-day life and hit Mike and Steve with it mm-hmm. and see if it triggers something in their brain that makes them remember that they came up with it. Let me get a look at you. Or I if love they it. think or if they're like that Chris Caleb, I really like how one. he introduces himself. Yeah, totally. What a fun guy to hang out with. Um but yeah, it's not to the to the normal folks. It's not eye level. That being said, it is really in a weird spot. And the apartment. <laughs> um, I suggested that Steve put it in the doorway. So as soon as you open the door, the first thing you see is an E.T. in a dress with a wig. You're confronted with it. You right. have to reckon with it. You have to greet E.T. to enter. Mm-hmm. Greet E.T., if you will. Dad joke. Yikes. Scratch that the for next- the record. The next note here is Mike has a general rule that he follows. Stay away from things that are taller than you, which is easy for him because he's so tall. It's seven to eight feet tall, as previously seven established. Eight, there's not a lot that he needs to be afraid of, like a T-Rex. That would be a, a natural predator for him, for all of us, really. Steve introduces Taco Bell's newest craze, the double decker top load. <laughs> that was funny. Well, I laughed because don't they have that now? I mean, essentially. They, they, What's that thing where they fill the cheese in the core? The cheesy core. It's literally called the cheesy core. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll double anything. They'll be like, oh, you like soft shells and hard shells? Well, guess what? It's one thing now. You want cheese everywhere? We've got cheese literally everywhere. We're going to make this crust out of cheese. This beef, it's made out of cheese now. It's the cheesy beef beef cheeser. It's a double, double-decker beef cheese cheesinator. <laughs> but they're limited. It's like, okay, you have a hard shell, soft shell, beef, cheese, and then throw in like chicken and... They have potatoes, I think. Steak. It's just oh, and then oh, 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 you want, you want all those things, but you want them like a Dorito. We got that too. Yeah, we got anything you need as long as you're really high. We've got everything <laughs> you need as long as you're really high, or it's three in the morning and you are <laughs> drunk. If you pull up to our drive-through at two a.m., we have what you need. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. You don't need to go anywhere else. You're probably going to wait in a pretty long line because everybody else needs it too. But that's fine because you know what? We've got what you need. Taco Bell. Is I, that uh, a sponsor? Is that What's happening? 
Um, they haven't reached out to officially sponsor. So we're kind of reaching out in our own way but to I mean, them. Yeah. You know, yeah. no no sponsor this week, so I feel like we're free to plug anything we want. I um, This is kind of a – this will even out that plug. Uh, when shooting Frankenstein MD on the way back from YouTube space, mm-hmm. I stopped at a Taco Bell because I was starving and got whatever that quesadilla burrito thing was. Oh, I never had that. They have – it's basically a that quesadilla – that they wrapped around the ingredients <laughs> for a burrito, but it's not like me- a quesadilla wrapped around a burrito sounds delicious, and that's why I ordered that, that, that it. What I didn't delicious. know is it's not melted cheese in between a tortilla; it's fucking like cheese whiz or whatever the like nacho cheese. Wait, but nacho cheese is genetically superior to almost all forms of cheese. That's a medical fact. I've never felt more disgusting in my whole life than eating that on the way home. I only that, ate about half of it and then had to put it away. And my entire hand was covered in nacho cheese. <laughs> so I only had one hand to navigate with. So you're, you're saying it was the nacho cheese that made you feel disgusting and not yes. the totality of the dining experience. Right. If they had gone through the trouble of melting the cheese properly on the quesadilla, Got it. I would have been... So on board. Understood. Just a note. Yeah. Then let's. Well, if they're going to be our new sponsor, I think they're going to have to kind of take our advice. Next up, Mike is definitely creeped out by the ET, but tries to play it off because Steve's his friend. Steve reveals that recently purchased that he recently purchased a full-sized ET. Interesting story or the truth? Steve poses a choice. Your own adventure scenario. Oh, a choose-your-own-adventure scenario. Yeah, but it, he, that didn't really pan out. It didn't pay off. It seemed like all that was was a way for Steve to avoid saying how much he paid for the the completely superfluous e- female E.T. that he has. Or I guess, you know what? Trans E.T.? You know, this you... is we're living in a trans world. We're living in a world where, of acceptance. <laughs> and I don't think... I don't think that we should be placing our uh, cis normative values on uh, he t or she t. Whatever whatever extraterrestrial wants to be called, extraterrestrial should be called. But did it bother you that they never got around to saying how much it was? It absolutely did, and, and I'm 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 googling it right now. Oh, I know. Do you do you want to know? Or is it better left a mystery? Because wow, later, okay, wow, that's Wait. that's that's less than I expected. Let, let we'll get back to this in just a minute. Okay, okay. Next note: Steve talks about all the collectible shit he's got at the source-fed offices, including a gremlin built by the same company who made his ET. Mike asks how much the ET was. Steve dodges the question. <laughs> he says this means it's at least a thousand dollars. We're going to add $500 every time he dodges at the same question in the future. Steve comes up with a new derogatory word for dames, E.T. in the dress. And then the next two notes are plus 500, plus 500. So at this point, Jesse's assumption is it's $2,000. Do you think it's higher or lower than $2,000? I think it is lower than that. Okay. 
Let's go with a simple 500. Higher or lower? Higher. It's lower. Lower than 500? Yeah. And not the one I'm looking at. Is it on? Because you can't get it anymore. Well, either they have one at toywiz.com. For how much? $1,000. And they only have one of them. So it's out of print. You can't get it anymore. Yeah, for so sure. It's, it's, it's accrued value. I suppose that's correct. But what Steve paid for it was $400. He shouldn't be ashamed about that at all. That, that, is, that seems totally reasonable to me. I mean, that's a lot of well, money. It's a I stupid him, amount of money, actually, to pay for. I was yeah. thinking about well, he told me He told me that he wasn't ashamed of it. They just never got back around to it. That's why I feel okay saying it here on the official Dynamic Banter after show. Talk and banter, mm-hmm. which is what you're listening to. I like that we're resetting what it is. Uh, I just, 40, in case someone's confused the and they're lost. Oh, that's good. Uh, <laughs> top I, of the I hour. $400, I mean, that 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 actually, uh, that brings it way back down to earth. Because I, when, we, when I was listening and he was just, it, what it sounded like, refusing to answer the question. And he spent pretty much the entire episode in one elaborate dodge for the how much did you spend on this completely unnecessary toy you you adult man um i figured he spent like three or four thousand dollars on it and uh that's definitely i i think that uh he should feel uh no shame uh four hundred dollars is not an insignificant amount of money but if it's something that you're super passionate about you know that's that's not I mean, it's, that's, I'm assuming that's not going to break the bank, and uh, I, I support it. My response to him was, those are the types of purchases you can make if you don't make a decision like having a child. <laughs> or Once continuing that, to live in an apartment. Oh, yeah, you have, a, you have a child. Does everybody know that? I can't. Well, yeah. Madison. We renamed him for the podcast. Good. His name is Madison? Um. Mason's name is Madison, yeah. Okay. Uh, Next up, Steve asked to turn on the fan to clear the air of bullshit. He feels like he's on trial. Twelve angry men. All of them are Mike. (laughs) Angry that Steve won't let him (laughs) know how much he paid for the ETN address. Mike says that as a general rule for a podcast, you're going to want to say interesting things. Yeah. This is a good rule for us, Very good rule. Um, Steve has a persecution complex about the at least $2,000 collectible ETN address he purchased. Fairy music plays inexplicably. This is an Owen. Steve asks Mike what came out in 1982. Mike guesses Ace Ventura Pet Detective. He is incorrect by a whole lot of years. I came out in 1982. You did? Yeah. So and so did uh, host Steve Zaragoza. Goza is it Gor- da- Zara- Zaragoza? How is it pronounced? Zaragoza. 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 So Steve, Steve also came out that year, and mm-hmm. I have an anecdote about that. I think it's very interesting. I, th- I like the connection that he feels to E.T. because it ca- the, he and E.T. came into our world two days apart. I like that. 
I, th- right. I think that's really cool and, and adds even more fuel to why he should feel absolutely no shame at spending uh, uh, and not insignificant, but not, you know, exorbitant amount of money. And that's not an irresponsible amount of money to spend on something. Um, I don't think he should feel that bad about it. But I do have an anecdote. I don't think he feels bad about it at all. Nor- but go with well, your anecdote. I, my anecdote is, so while he was saying that, I, that it, I, I thought about this. The fact that, so this is a story, and I'm only telling this because uh, my mom has told this story at parties with my friends. Uh, was I was born in 1978 because guys, I'm old as fuck, and um, or old AF for um, for the for the you're, next generation. You're too old. You're too old to use it. I fuck. It's not applicable. Damn it. That's what I decided. Are we allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. It's PG-13. Does your mom listen to this podcast? TV. She doesn't. She doesn't even know it exists. Smart move. Um, I made that mistake the first time. You sure did. Um, well, that's the, yeah, anyway, so, uh, I, I, uh, my, my mom and my dad, uh, no longer married, not for quite some time. It's all, it's all fine. Everything's good. Um, they went to see the movie Star Wars, uh, later Mm -hmm. titled Star Wars, A New Hope, which came out in May of 1977. They saw it. it. They were inspired that weekend. They went home, had sex nine months later. I came out. Mm. So I was conceived so do you the weekend the same... that Star Wars came out. And Steve, and so I, I have a very similar to Steve, a deep connection. I have, if, you, if, this, if this was a video podcast uh, or if we were recording it like Mike and Steve were this podcast uh, while they were recording it in hopes of turning it into a television series, if we were trying to make mm-hmm. this an, an official on television after show, Chris Hardwick style. Right. Um, uh, I could show you. I have the Star Wars laser discs. I have. I, st- I have a bunch of Star Wars to- vintage Star Wars toys in my home. I have a storage unit. I shouldn't admit that. I have a storage unit with some stuff <laughs> from when I was a kid. Quite a, quite too much why don't, stuff. Why don't you just go ahead and give us the address and number? We'll be right back. <laughs> but so you're. It's interesting to me because I watched ET. The extraterrestrial as a child. Yes. But I always thought it came out when I was, you know, four, five, six, old enough to understand it. I didn't realize it came out in 82. Well, of course, now that I think about it, I did watch it on VHS. Well, but I mean, well, but you're a little kid. You don't know it. You know, it's not, and it's also, it's not like Steve saw it when he was born. It's not like they were like, we got to get this kid out. The movie's coming out. And, you know, they, they rushed yeah. from the hospital straight to the movie theater, the drive-in movie theater, probably. <laughs> well, I don't remember <coughs> the first time I saw E.T. I remember the first time I saw Ghostbusters because it scared the shit out of me, which is interesting now because Madison is obsessed with Ghostbusters. Uh, OG Ghostbusters or the the new yeah. uh, the new Ghostbusters new one's not out yet, bro. He's OG. See, well, he got him the little golden book mm-hmm. of Ghostbusters, and he loved Marshmallow Man and Slimer. Mm-hmm. And I told Steve about this, and Steve has so much stuff that he had a second set of all the Funko figures mm-hmm. of all the Ghostbusters, Slimer, and the big Marshmallow Man. And so I gave that to 
uh, Mason, and he lost his shit. Say that again. He doesn't let go. Say that again. If you're what? If say you called him Mason, you got to say that again. Madison. Madison lost his shit. You said I gave him. I gave them to Mason. I know. Okay. It, it flip flops. Okay. They're all correct. Okay. He's Mike. I'll call him whatever I want. I'll call him Barney if I want. Oh, I like that. Bernard. Bernard is loves it. Um, but this is another testament to to both how wonderful and generous Steve is and how much uh, stuff he really has. He's got too much stuff. I mean, now, now I'm starting to side with Mike here on this on this ET. You're starting to turn me around. Um, I'm going to go to the next note here. Okay. Mike doesn't think ET is a special movie. Steve asks Owen to chime in. Owen ignores him as per usual. Now, how far into the show do you think we are at this point? Five minutes. Is that a real guess? Yes. I mean, it's no more than 10. It's less than 10 minutes in, for sure. 12 minutes. Yes! Not close. A little bit close. It doesn't take... different than Owen. Owen would have said it was an hour in at this point. (laughs) Because Owen wasn't paying attention. He was Owen... He's always overselling it. Yeah, uh, Owen sounds like... uh, First of all, I, I, I wish Owen was here so I could berate him again as I did last time. Can we get this guy a fucking microphone? Can we get him a microphone? There is a third microphone there, but he would have to get up off the couch and walk over to it. Oh man, it's I mean, if if only the technology existed to to extend that microphone over to where he's sitting not paying attention. I feel like I feel like that would be good. But also, was this the point at which Steve referred to Owen as his dog? Yes. Yes, this was Steve very is- troubling. I found this very troubling. Steve is sick of Max as a dog's as a dog's name. Wants to replace it with Simeon. And then, but then he Secret Life of Pets does not feel the same way. He compared. Well, I have not, having not seen that movie, I I don't know your reference. Um, the main character is a dog named Max. Mm. Seems pretty standard. Well, Madison points at the TV and goes, "Want to watch Max?" Wow. It's both a demand and a question. The Secret Life of Pets? Yeah. Is this already on video for him to watch? This is on this is on the VOD. Oh, you can already VOD that movie? Yeah, what's really annoying is we live in an VOD amazing is time. coming so much earlier than Blu-ray is now. So I pre-ordered Star Trek Beyond Jesus. because I wanted it in 3D. Okay. Um what what? It's great. Uh huh. Get over yourself, Star Wars fan. We're talking about fucking Star Trek. <laughs> um, but it comes out over a month before on VOD. But because I bought it on Blu-ray, I gotta wait. Man, what are you gonna do for that month? If only. If, do you have anything to fill your time if when you're while you're waiting that full month? Before you can get your 3D Blu-ray of the third Star Trek reboot movie? Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a really angry email to, to Paramount, mm-hmm. to, to Amazon, okay. to, to Ultraviolet. Because mm. once I purchase that Blu-ray, it's coming with a digital HD code. Yep. They should give me that HD code ahead of time. They absolutely should. They t- I completely agree with that. 
Steve gets defensive again when Mike asks him if he pre-ordered the ETN address. Steve takes ET very seriously. He doesn't know how he feels about Mike's antagonistic line of questioning. Steve claims nothing triggers him because one day death will claim all that matters. That was that was pretty he dark. Is channeling Owen. That was oh, is that an Owenism? Yes. At this point, because we're 15 minutes into dynamic banter. Jesus. Out of an hour and 28 minutes, I'm going to skip past all ET references. I mean, we get it. He's obsessed with E.T. Wait, so you're skipping to the end of the podcast then? Because that was right. pretty much the rest of the podcast. I'm talking about E.T., talking about where he's going to put the E.T. Has has the decision been made about that yet? Do you know? He's obviously, about where it's going to go? Yeah. Um, there was a conversation this weekend about potentially moving a chair out and putting it right next to the couch. I don't know if that's official. But it seemed like a good place to put it. Um, side note, do the listeners know that Owen and Steve live together? Yes. Has do you it, have any other questions? Yeah, no, no, that was that was an off podcast question. I, I was just making sure. Oh, okay. So uh, there I guess has has the thought occurred to either Owen or Steve that maybe they should move into a larger apartment to accommodate the needs of their new um, transgender extraterrestrial friend? Their extra-transestrial friend? We live in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and not only is it expensive to live here, mm-hmm. but it's highly competitive to get any apartment that's worth living in. And I feel like... Is it? Just getting a bigger apartment... Yeah, hell yeah. A good one? At like a decent price? Okay. Um, I feel like moving just to allow yourself to buy more stuff is counterproductive. <laughs> I think you're right. Moving right along, Mike loves that Zoya allows him to be financially irresponsible to purchase Ma- Magic Jordans because he works hard and deserves it. Uh, the thing that made me laugh harder than anything on this podcast was was when <laughs> was the, was when they were speculating about what would happen if if he came over and Steve had two of those ETs. <laughs> and, and I think like, I skipped past that, but I agree. Oh, and he was yeah, and he was like, "What if Zoya? What if Zoya knew that?" And 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 Mike was like, "Oh, you'd never see. You'll never see Zoya again." <laughs> the way he said that. And uh, Steve was like, you mean she'll never come over or I'll never see her again? And he was like, neither. You will never see her again. <laughs> that was, I like, that made me laugh a lot. That made me think about what Jamie would do. And Jamie, I think, is very supportive of all things that are, if you're passionate about something, mm-hmm. she's supportive. And so I like, when Mike said that about Zoya, I, I felt similar because Jamie is very supportive when I want to buy something stupid because I work hard. That being said, if Jamie came over and Steve had two of those ETs and she found out they were $400 a piece, she wouldn't say anything about it, but on the drive home, she would be like, Steve needs to be more financially responsible. So her issue would be the financial responsibility. Yes. But like you said, he's not providing for children. He He's not... Uh, yes, but she she always thinks everyone should be saving for their future. 
I have friends like that. Uh, and, and, you know, those, those people, uh, in general are now married. A lot of them, a lot of them mm-hmm. own homes and, uh, maybe that they're right. Uh, maybe, uh, these, <laughs> these lives of, um, of, uh, these flights of fancy that guys like adult men like you, well, you're, you're married and you have a kid. So, you're you're, yeah. you're you're I'm forced you're to be financially responsible. Yeah, and yet you still purchase two different versions of Star Trek Beyond. No, I only purchased one. Oh, I thought you were saying you also purchased the HD version ahead of time. I you... no, I bought the blue the 3D Blu-ray, okay. and it comes with the 3D Blu-ray, the regular Blu-ray. A DVD for some inexplicable reason, and a goddamn digital HD code. So your point of contention All for $29.99 on Amazon.com. This episode is brought to you by Star Trek Beyond. Um, great movie. So let's... So what you're saying is your, your problem is you just wish that they would give you the code so that you would have something at all to do in the intervening four weeks before the disc comes to you. Yes, because even crazier, mm-hmm. once I bought it, Amazon emailed me uh, a link with a fucking code to an exclusive behind-the-scenes clip. Oh, but not the movie. For the movie. But not the movie. And you've seen the movie. Well, yeah, I went and saw it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. That's now, where you're supposed to go see movies. So you saw that movie. You mm-hmm. have still not seen Jack and Jill, the movie that... Uh, you made me go see in theaters, uh, and you still have not seen this movie. Just, I'm waiting. Just check it for, for the record. For the record, I can't. I can't just like go watch Jack and Jill at this point. We've come too far. I think at this point it has to become an event. It has mm-hmm. to be like we really have to do it big. Okay, figure out a way to do. I don't know if you've been listening to Dynamic Banter all the way back to the beginning but they promised a, a commentarium every month or so what's that it's where they do a live commentary of a movie that's like they've that's done zero no oh, so they're they're not following through on their promises is what i'm hearing well they did it on on their cloverfield podcast for cloverfield and 10 cloverfield lane but what i'm thinking is we could do a subset talk and banner commentarium on jack and jill I'm into this. If the fans so desire. I'm into this. But I I feel like before you see that movie and comment about it, I think you mm-hmm. just need to see it. Maybe not. I don't know. It's so bad. It. It's but it's like I I feel like you won't even have that much to say because your mouth will be just agape. Because you won't believe that this is real and really happening. It's terrible. This is a quite a tangent and this uh, podcast brought to you by Sony's Jack and Jill, rated PG thirteen. Pacino's great in it. I'll tell you that. So okay, uh, do you feel like you feel like we're not getting to know much about Mike? <laughs> like I feel like I learned a lot about Steve's week. Is he really concerned that a ghost? is, like, trying to fuck his life up by breaking glass in his shower? No. But it's a fun... It's a... Okay, two things. It's a fun thought to have. Sure. Because that's a crazy thing. And even though it apparently happens a lot, 
it's a crazy thing to have happened. But two, nobody, I don't think that on any level he really thinks that it was a, a ghost broke his shower door. Did I just make the same point and act like it yeah, was two Yeah, you points? did. Yeah, that was interesting. Because <laughs> I'm, really I'm, now, I'm now thinking I missed a point. <laughs> that was great. Um, You're a real oh, podcast I remember professional. This, okay. Third, third point. Mm-hmm. Third um, of two. W- when you wake up in a dream state, it's hard to assess what's real and what's not real. That's true. Sometimes. So in that scenario... You might go to a place where you think, yeah, it's ghost in my shower. But I think when you get all your faculties about you, it's pretty obvious that it's just a weird coincidence. That being said, there's a lot of ghost talk on these podcasts. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're stirring it up. Do you like that? I mean, again, this is... Uh, you're, you, I'm okay with it heard more because I don't believe in ghosts. You don't at all? No. None. Zero. No, nothing. Ener- we, when, we, when we die, we're dead. Yes. There's no energy that maybe kinetic energy that continues on beyond death, beyond life. I don't, <clears throat> I don't know what happens when you die, but most people don't, you know? Uh, that being said, I think if I truly believed in ghosts... It would be nice because I would think, oh, there is something after this. Sure. Yeah, it's comforting. But I really don't. Okay. That being said, in the middle of the night when it's all dark and shit. It's scary. And I've just watched American Horror Story. It's still a little spooky. Because I so don't believe in ghosts. And me and Owen have talked about this on the podcast. But it's like I so don't believe in ghosts that if a ghost presented itself to me, it would shatter my entire understanding of this world and my existence. And I would have to reassess a lot, like everything. And that's concerning. That's no, I don't want to have to do that. Well, noted. Good to know. So Um, if I die, why do you believe in, I don't feel like anybody really believes in ghosts. I know plenty of people who really believe in ghosts. Uh, no, No, I I don't, when it really, when you really come down to it, I don't feel, I feel like everyone's kind of like, no, it's probably not a ghost. No, no. I, I, I know people who believe in ghosts. I know I dated a girl, (laughs) Yeah, but I mean like deep, deep down, I dated a girl who, uh, a friend of, a friend of mine died and we went to his wake and then she was visited by she says by his spirit to let her know mm-hmm. that he's okay this was not a friend of hers by the way this is a friend of mine um so but you don't think that's like some subconscious reaction to want to feel like everything's okay i mean it, we could do a whole podcast about about <laughs> About that relationship, but is anybody doing ghosts podcasts? Ghost relationship podcasts? Ghost relationship podcasts. Yeah, um, that's the next one on the easy. But, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, I tend to be, I tend to agree with you. I tend to think, you know, it's th- there's there's always a way to explain something away with science, <clears throat> but I I do I leave the world open to the possibility that there are 
planes of existence, whether it's ghosts or dead people or whatever. But I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that, but I think that there could be planes of existence that we don't understand yet, whether it's an interdimensional being or, you know, uh, a, a, some kind of energy paradox that we don't have explanation for yet, but whether or not it's, you know, the, the soul of somebody who's died, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I agree to an extent because I think that it, all it takes is one event to change everything. Like nobody really believes in ghosts. Nobody really believes in aliens, but if an alien popped through the sky, it would change everything. Yes. Everything would change in a minute. Also, in a second. way more people believe in aliens than believe in you wait, you're saying you don't believe in aliens? Like you don't believe well, in extraterrestrial me, life? Going back to the me, topic me, of this of oh, this episode, extraterrestrial. Let me, let me posit it this way. I don't believe that in my lifetime another species or something from space a being will come to earth that being said i 100 percent believe in aliens because the universe is endless and it would be ignorant to not think that there are other planets out there that we just can't reach that have other species on them you're saying what meaningful I'm... contact with intelligent beings who have come to us in peace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it seems very unlikely. I guess it's hard. It's hard for me to contextualize it because it's like nobody believes in... When I say nobody believes in aliens, I mean like nobody believes in aliens in the way that they've been presented to us. I wouldn't say nobody. I would actually say a lot of people really do believe that. <laughs> I, I don't, but... I, I, I think you're I think I, I, I'm concerned about the the Twitter response to this particular segment. You of the should show. be that being said you should be more concerned because well, I like. OK, so here's what I'm thinking, because I love Star Trek. But yeah, you love I it so think, much. You bought the third Star Trek reboot movie. Anyway, go it's ahead. It's the best one. Oh, it's the best of the reboot. Is that movie. like saying Tokyo Drift is the best of the Fast and Furious movies? No, that's a stupid, ignorant statement. That being said, <laughs> this <laughs> doesn't change the fact. <laughs> if you say Tokyo Drift's the best of the Fast and the Furious movies and give no other context, mm -hmm. you're saying that just to be combative. You're saying that because you want to get in a fight with somebody. No, an argument. it's because this is the first positive thing I've heard about the new Star Trek movie. So I'm just going, uh, going based on that. Well, this should be the only thing you need. To understand how good that movie is. Okay. Is my ringing endorsement and the sponsorship of this show. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what I think, because I think this is fun. The confines of our solar system, okay, mm -hmm. meaning we understand a very specific chunk of space, sort of, the sun to Pluto, but we at least in my lifetime, we'll never get past Pluto. We, oh, we're, I mean, a human being? Right. Oh, no way. No way, because right. it takes too long. But I feel like on some level, that's by design. By who? 
The aliens. That's a great question. Exactly. By the extraterrestrial. By the terrestrial. Like, if God is an alien who's created this thing, and there's more of these things around us, but none of us can get to the other one by design, I'm willing to believe that. Okay. But I also have thoughts some days where I don't believe anything because I can't, because I can't, because it's been told to me by somebody else. Scientists are telling us stuff and we're being told it's science fact and it's been proven. But I didn't do it myself. So on some level, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what's what. Sure. Well, we never know. And even science, you know, and scientists would say it's, you know, everything is constantly being reevaluated and reproven. And, you know, we had long held scientific beliefs before Einstein came along and turned them upside down and, you know, created the foundation of what we believe now. Mm -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that it's a small minded approach, Brett, to mm-hmm. assume that there are no ghosts uh, that broke Steve's shower. And I think... I don't think a ghost broke Steve. I actually saw the shower door. Mm-hmm. Um, and it immediately made me panicking, Peter panicking Skywalker. <laughs> because Mason takes baths and we have sliding glass doors and he just slams the shit out of that door. He likes to open it and then close it really hard. Well, that's going to break and for sure. And now I've been faced with the reality that it could just shatter and I would have to deal with that. Oh, situation. man, that would be the scariest thing. Holy shit. Yeah. As a parent, I mean, what he, are you going to do about that? One time he took a, a dump in the tub while he was taking a bath, and I thought that was the worst thing ever. It's kind of a dick move. Well, it's a whole thing because now i got to take him to the other bath to our master bath and rewash him because now he's been sitting in poop water and we got to sterilize the tub. But imagine if it was a glass. No. I guess the poop is worse. The poop is worse. Poop is worse than blood from his body. You're assuming I'm, I'm assuming a more positive, like it's, it starts to pour out. Like Steven was like Steve was saying, and I'm able to get to him before any damage is done. But it's still traumatic. What's funny is, Steve, it happened on like a Thursday or Friday. He called his apartment complex and they couldn't come to fix it till Monday. Jesus. And my apartment is the same way. You just like think our you can't air get them to do anything? Bro- Last time you were on and my air conditioning was broken, we called them on a Thursday and they're like, yeah, we'll come Monday. That's not acceptable. No. I was very mean on the phone. Maybe that's why they didn't that come. was. No, he told it, it, it. I could definitely tell he's been yelled at on that level before, and he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, this we don't is work my, on the weekend. This is my job. It sucks. Uh, we take um, no responsibility. We take your money and goodbye." To get back on track, we we constantly call out potential shirts and. Peter Panic and Skywalker is my favorite so far. That's phenomenal. And Kimmy Scribbler. I would take either of those uh, shirts. I'd go uh, Peter Panic and Skywalker way way over Kimmy Scribbler. If it's like a black shirt with stars and then it's in like yellow Star Wars type, Peter Panic and Skywalker. 
and one of the stars is like Tinkerbell. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one. That's a All great right. shirt. Um, I was going to try to not um in this episode, and that was a huge um right then. It's like the old UCB yes um thing, right? Isn't that yes um? That was yes um yes yes um. Bill and Ted's Pocus Journey. I liked that too. Do like a little hocus pocus mashup T Fury style. Nope. Nope. Okay. Zero. Don't don't make that one. All right, we're gonna jump ahead. We're gonna move all the way down to the last note here and the reason is because this has been such an engaging podcast that somehow we're 50 minutes into this thing and uh Jesus. fans of the EZU have already been served a two uh, over two hour episode of first time show this week so we're gonna try to keep it short yeah all right we're gonna jump down last note says steve says he can't hear owen because he talks from way far away and jesse says i don't get it i never noticed Steve, you are preaching to the choir, my friend. I can't hear Owen either. And you don't think that's part of the the charm of not being able to hear Owen? Yeah. So, uh, so wait. So I'm supposed to listen to talking banter just so I can hear Owen? I mean, is Owen the most engaging thing about talking banter? I feel like the the talking banter. <laughs> If you really want to hear Owen, you got to show up to talk and banter. I want to. I wanted to highlight one more note. At an hour and one minute, mm-hmm. we went to. We went on too many tangents, so Agreed, the game doesn't yeah. work as well. But it says Steve still has no idea talking banter exists. Confirmed by announcing new news about Owen's hot neighbor that listeners of Talking Banter have known about for two weeks. Oh, interesting. So. There you go. That's the benefit of talk and banter. You're way ahead of things. You're way ahead of the this host. This podcast, it's like the future. Yeah. Yeah, so Steve's so, living in the past in the future. It's like, it's like hopping our time machine. And, uh, yeah. For some reason, I was about to say, do time machines go forward in time? Time machines don't exist, Chris. Nobody believes in time machines. Well, see, you're, there's a lot of broad generalizations that you're making, Brett, that I find very <laughs> troubling. I find, and I think a lot of the listeners are going to find it very troubling. And if you if you want to if you want to let Brett know, just you know, copy me on those tweets on those. That's at talk and banter, no G. Uh, speaking of tweets, we got some questions. Chris. Oh, great. I'm sure I'll be able to answer them. Some of them were addressed towards Owen, so I'm going to save those. But uh, we're going to go right off the top. Raven Brink, longtime question asker, asks a real thinker. She says, what do you think Mike and Steve would get arrested for, hypothetically? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you answer this one. Well... If you're familiar with the five-part documentary series that 30 for 30 made entitled O.J. Made in America, it chronicles the rise and fall of O.J. Simpson from sports hero to uh, suspected murderer uh, to eventually exonerated uh, in criminal court. Um, 
But then finally, he was arrested and punished f- uh, for trying to steal some uh, sports memorabilia that he believed had been stolen from him. And that's was his that he's he's in prison still for that. Um, I think that Steve not not might be. It's only a matter of time. This ET thing is it's going to get out of hand because you can only yeah four hundred dollars today, a thousand dollars tomorrow, six thousand dollars. What happens when he 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 needs to purchase Dan Aykroyd to live with him for a year? Uh, Dan Aykroyd, of course, one of the original Ghostbusters. How deep does this obsession go? And, and I'm making a prediction here on the podcast. This is a podcast exclusive. Steve Zaragoza will eventually be brought to justice for stealing. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> um, for for <laughs> oh, what a lot of buildup. What the fuck build was they talking about? Okay. For stealing pop culture and movie memorabilia, this ET thing, this that extraterrestrial he that he thing, owned. What Do you think he'll steal something that he owns and he's just misplaced? No, that's just you're. See, you're really sticking to OJ here. This isn't. A, this is so much bigger than OJ. This is so much okay. bigger than OJ. Yeah, no, it's it's only a matter of time for Steve and Mike. Uh, I really don't have a sense of Mike. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm thinking I, my knee jerk reaction was uh, killed a man in in Juarez. Mm, that's pretty good. Which I mean, in Juarez, it's probably self defense. Well, he gets pretty dangerous back to America. It takes him years to actually litigate the, you know, to bring him to trial to extradite him. I don't think he ever gets extradited to from f- to or from the United States. Where where is Mike being extra extradited to? He gets he murders a man over a misunderstanding after a comedy show. He gets back to the states, and America refuses to release him due to lack of evidence. You, okay, but he spends some time in the clink. The the clink in in Ciudad Juarez. Um, I think he gets picked up in America over speculation. Mm, okay. But he skates. Maybe like a trumped up traffic charge. If Mike's anything, I feel like he's a man who can talk himself out of a murder conviction. Just like O.J. Simpson. Guys, full circle, extraterrestrial, <laughs> E.T., O.J., acronyms. Back to you, Brett. George D. tweets at us, I don't know why the fuck talking banter exists, but I love it. And you know what, George? I don't either. But I'm glad you're enjoying... (laughs) I'm glad you're enjoying the the extra hour of your week being filled. Yeah, George, you and me both, buddy. You and me both. I'm going to jump into a a, a little bit of... I'm going to call it email... It's not fan fiction, but Mark Berman emails us, Hey, Brett and Owen and Chris, love the show, and I want to tell you about a time I met Steve and how it relates back to you guys. 
For context to all this, I live in northern San Diego County, and for the last few years during Comic-Con, I've taken the train to the convention center for one day to walk around the outside attractions, the most I can do as a broke college kid. In fact, last year, I managed to meet Steve and some of the other source-fed people at a meetup. For trips like this these days, I usually listen to podcasts, and this time it happened to be the last couple Dynamic Banter episodes. Anyway, I managed to catch the last bit of the taping of Steve's Comic-Con HQ show, which just recently got canceled, so you should reach out to Steve and uh, send him love. Rest and in peace. talk to him. What? R.I.P. Comic-Con HQ. And talk to him for a couple minutes afterwards. A few things came up, but one thing that didn't, however, was what a fan of dynamic banter I am. When I realized this, I had my usual post-internet celebrity meeting regret. Sheesh. But then I realized that might have been for the better. See, on the way down, I listened to both the main show and the after show. And I believe it hadn't been brought up in a while that Steve doesn't know the after show exists. So if I had remembered and brought it up... I was almost the one to ruin talking banter forever. This might be where Owen might play some haunting minor chords if this was a history road. But it's not, so I'll just end it there. Long-time listener, first-time caller, Mark. And he sent photographic proof that he met Steve. And I really really respect that extra mile. And then he writes a PPS. Brett, if you're taking guest suggestions... Can you get Sam Basher on? I'm pretty sure you two have the exact same voice. People say me and Owen have the exact same voice. I don't hear it. I listening to this this particular episode. I, I or the or last week's the part of last week's uh, talk and banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen Owen reminded me. Fuck, I can't remember who it was, but of a, <laughs> of a comedian. <laughs> that I hear on a, on a bunch of podcasts, and, and it's a great story that I have no details for. So, uh, goodbye. What was the name of uh, Goodbye? What was the name of I, I gave you that goodbye as a so you could cut it in. Um, what was the name of that get the last guy you emailed? That was Mark Berman, M A R K. And uh, you know, I uh, I definitely want to have Sam on this show, uh, not to not to you know belittle our current guest but between me and you mark it's gonna happen because i am i'm a sam fan and i know him well i could know him better that's why i need him on the podcast and that's pretty much it i try to keep this to a cool hour all the other easy you shows get out of control i don't want this to be a burden i want it to be a stop along the road that's for you chris i'm talking to you now i appreciate that i was looking at i was i was uh I was looking at Mark Berman's Vine channel. Do you want me to send you this picture? No, I get it now. Anyway, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> thanks so much for being here. Sure. I, uh, filling in. Yeah, well, huge, huge shoes to fill. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't know that I really acquitted myself well, but uh, hopefully Owen will be back next week. Yes. And hopefully have a lot of fun stories from Fantastic Fest. Oh, nice. Is he there with anybody? Steve Zaragoza is there. Woo! So I bet you'll hear a little bit about Fantastic Fest on Dynamic Banter, and then we'll fill in the rest of the gaps here on Talking Banter, the official Dynamic Banter after show. 
Can you give us a lights out? Lights out! That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>